we've put out a lot of a lot of interesting conversations, a lot of funny podcasts. Like I've I enjoyed listening to our back catalog. And you're not even a narcissist who enjoys the sound of your own voice. <laughs> I will say I'm the best part of it, but whatever. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. Three guys, unlimited opinion, where the place... It's the place where conversation is the foundation for higher thought. My name is Bo Schwartz, and I'm the Ricky of this podcast. And joining me today is my good friend, the Julian of this podcast, Michael Hodgins. Michael, hello. Got my um, drink here, handy. Yeah. And also joining us is that greasy-bellied Randy of the podcast. Oh. Crofton Steers, Crofton, hello. I thought I was going to be Bubbles. I know, I played you. <laughs> take your shirt off. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to fight I, me, you got to take your pants off too. You can't fight with your pants on. I like how that intro plagiarizes both Mike's quote that he originally brought to the table. I don't know how many episodes ago that Bo is reappropriated and my pop culture references. Damn you, Bo. He's the new Dude. Crofton. I'm and the real Mike. lover of Trailer Park Boys here, not you guys. Hey, question. When do you think you know that that uh, Mike pulled out that Russian guy's quote conversation? Lev, Lev Vygotsky? Don't yeah, forget like, him. How, how, <laughs> do we have any idea of what episode that was in and how long it was? Bo has literally been keeping it alive for I love ever. that quote. That's a good quote. Yeah, that, I thought that was our show's like kind of quasi-official tagline. Or subtitle. It only, when I saw it. You can't make something our tagline, <laughs> but it's Bo's tagline. Yeah, I'm the Ricky. Right. Well, it's his intro. It's Bo's intro shtick. Wait, do you, you have but, your... do you guys no, not no, say it? I I appreciate it. No, nobody else says a Bo, but I oh, I appreciate bad. it. But I want to know how long it's being running for. It feels know. like a long time now. Somebody, yeah, some some loyal listener should dig deep and tell me. Send I me an think, email, yeah. a tweet. Hmm. We may have used it as a intro for the show. That might be a quick way to find it. There's only 203 I, episodes to listen to, to f- search for it. I know that Mike, my, I remember Mike doing, using the quote and then us butchering it back and forth. Like there was a notable episode, but I, I didn't realize how historically significant it was at that time. It might have been one of the education related ones. I don't know why that rings a bell, but hmm. I don't know. Speaking hey, of you guys, education wanna... related things. Yes. You want me to educate you about something I learned today? Yeah. Oh, yesterday. This is kind of a funny... When I heard it, I was like, this is... It's kind of obvious, but also, like, weird. So I was listening to this... I've been into the Sam Harris podcast lately, as I've been as I've been mentioning. I listened to this one, and it was, like, this philosophical thing about consciousness or whatever. But this guy, Thomas Metzinger... Uh, I don't know if he coined this term, <laughs> but it makes me... Or just mentioned it. Uh, so it's existence bias... This just it just makes me laugh, and it's the bias that humans have in which we assume existence is good, and I'm like, and and it, you know it's so basic because you're like, yeah, 
I do suffer from that bias. I am like, yeah, I like existing. It must be good. And it's like, but, and he was basically saying, it's just hardwired in us. We can't imagine that existing isn't good. Though in reality, it probably is as good as existing. It's just whatever. But we have this strong bias to be like, oh, we must exist. Anyways, just a funny, like super, ba- in some ways, a super basic concept. But then when I heard it, I was like, huh. Yeah. You, know, you, should, you should tell that to your friend, The Wall. I did. We had, we kept chatting after our uh, our video the other day. Yeah. So yeah. quick update for all the listeners. We made we made much ado on episode two hundred one about this wall. In fact, we had someone live on the show help us meet our goal. So that Mike would make a twenty minute video of him talking to a wall based on a challenge presented by Jimmy the Shovel, not the Mafia Jimmy the Shovel, the other Jimmy the Shovel, and um, uh, we we made it. And then Mike made the video, and it's live on our YouTube right now. YouTube.com slash GoodBadBull. <laughs> it's extremely exciting. I was supposed oh, to Oh, didn't press... you do a big write-up for it to describe what, what happened in the video? No. Actually, you... the title summarizes it aptly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it's, it's very good. The wall has the word wall written on it, which I thought was, I mean, a pretty ingenious... Special effects, yeah, or makeup. I don't know which. <laughs> it's actually set design. <laughs> set design. But you know, same, same, same area, same area. All in the uh, the crafts and carpentry. I got. I got to give Mike full credit not only for doing it, uh, but also like I mean, I watched the whole thing or listened to it or whatever you do to somebody watching a wall, a talking to a wall. But but uh, I I was I was just saying to you guys. Um, offline how it feels like it feels like a uh you know when something becomes a huge success they start spinning off and doing prequels and all this and and then like origin episodes maybe bo gets his own spin-off podcast focused on some video game or something like that like there's different different things when you become big successes like we are now and i feel like (laughs) I, i i feel like this is this is sort of Mike's origin story, if you will, why he, why he was interested in in doing the podcast, what he gets out of doing the podcast, the way that his brain sort of thinks and and uh, and um, what he's looking for out of sort of mm. the conversations and stuff. So I found that really really interesting. Um, and how how like you know when you're filling twenty minutes talking to a wall, I guess you gotta you start digging deep and getting introspective because you're gonna end up talking about a yourself, bit. but. It ma- it made me curious about like what Bo talking to a wall would be like. I guess I don't know. And it was it definitely well, we, well. Maybe we'll find out one day if we ever have another drive. But um, it, it was uh, it was harder than I than I thought. And I'm pretty good at talking to you know. Because yeah, it doesn't really space. talk back. That's the big trouble. No, it, you know? there's no cues. You know, it's funny you take for granted how much those little little cues in a conversation are helpful. But the funny thing is the first version I did that was 17 minutes before the video before the tape on the video tape dating myself ran out uh but that conversation was totally different i remember t- going on for a long time about how i didn't want to travel to the states while trump was president uh <laughs> what's going on about this for some reason anyways lost to history that rant All right. well and the wall remembers it well yeah the wall does but he's very hush about it speaking of things that are lost to history though folks we have a random topic generator why don't we use it to find a random topic how about that? That's 
let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's get started here. Let's go. But is it lost to history? Because yeah, we, we, we have. I mean, no, our episodes are lost to history. No, no. The glory day of the random topic generator was like circa 1600, and now it's uh, uh, it's a relic. Legend has it, Da Vinci designed it. He designed everything. He probably painted it. Too. <laughs> Wait, are you anti-Da Vinci? He's just too good at too many things. Apparently he was strong, too. God damn it. <laughs> but did he have a big penis as well? I, I had uh, I had a, prof- a professor in college who's, who made a point of saying Da Vinci could take an iron bar in his hands and bend it. <laughs> and I was like, and I want to say, like, how do you know that? Huh. But anyways, uh. also the most handsome man of his era god damn da vinci He's confusing <laughs> clark kent with da vinci okay so the topic today uh is uh robot life partners oh <laughs> i really know what this is i think uh, it's pretty self-explanatory yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's marrying a robot a life partner see a life partner and i think the life partners said that way to keep it gender neutral so we're not talking girlfriends boyfriends it could be either. It could be both. It could be non-sexual. So your you're marrying your sex doll. That's it what could be non-sexual talking. if you're... It's a robot. Sex doll is not a robot. Life partner is not necessarily marrying. It just might be your best friend that you're committed to and spending your life together no, with. I call my wife my life partner. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you can be so... married, but you don't have <laughs> to be married. Like the, I don't want to get hung up on what life partner means, but a life partner can imply or not imply marriage, but it implies... A, a long-term commitment based out of love. Not out of sex, but out of love. What's the topic again? Robot life partners. Life partners. Robot. We're just settling Robot. on the life partner bit. I feel that's important before this turns into, so you're marrying your sex doll? Well, like, why don't we all marry your sex dolls and put all the women but, on, the, on well, an island? I'm about the life partner thing because it is sex dolls because it's like, would you consider Chewbacca to be Han Solo's life partner? Uh... No, Isn't, no. Doesn't he have a life debt to Han Solo? Yeah, but they don't refer to each other as their life partners. Well, I yeah, mean, why? Kind of, there can still be. They don't cuddle each other, and they don't. They're not intimate. How I think you, you can that? have those things and not necessarily have sex. A cold night on Hoth. Who wouldn't want to be snuggled up next to? That's I a good Chewbacca. point, actually. I'd be Chewbacca's life partner. Yeah, well, anyways, Han Solo wasn't because I think they weren't getting busy. I feel like the sexual component. You're hung up on sex. You have you're a perverted mind. We talked we talked about psychology. We talked about psychology last week, and I think thou doth protest too much, sir. Okay, so marry your robot sex partner, and you spend your that. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't have to be sex, but sex can be a thing here. So now it is sex. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be, but it probably is. But I'm, I'm saying, what are the reasons you have a life partner? Did you marry your wife because you just wanted a guaranteed source of sex income? <laughs> I Wait, did you listen to the show? What's that? No, uh, that's oh. not why I married her. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So yeah. why, if you were in love with a robot, you wouldn't just... See, you're thinking of robots in this no, but it's, futuristic it's a lot prostitution of stuff, way. Like... Right, I, I, you know, uh, intimacy with my wife's important. It's part of the mm-hmm. life partner stuff. That yeah. we have a lot more going on there. I just mean, like, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, don't want to get hung up on no. So just question here. So first off, it's pretty clear to me who put this topic in the red topic generator. <laughs> was it um, me? <laughs> was it me? 
yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, secondly, um, like I, I, every once in a while in my newsfeed, there'll be like an article about some often Asian person, <laughs> um, that has like, racist. <laughs> that has like Wait, a robot. Are you subscribed or, to like, like overseas mail order signs? That has a robot or a, a humanoid looking like lady friends or whatever. Um, is is this robot life partner thing? Is this is this something that exists and is happening now, or is this are we are we doing one of those episodes where we, you know, speculate on the future when robots walk among us as humanoid androids and la 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 la? Um, is that what we're doing? So yes, because like. I know we don't look things up on the show, but just open up your Google, type in marrying robots. The first article here is Chinese man marries robot he built himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a thing. All right. The second so one is, is fortune.com says humans. <laughs> you are racist. <laughs> it's nothing to, the fact that he's Asian is irrelevant. And if All you right. click on it. He's a pervert. That's what's relevant. <laughs> If you click on it, you know, it looks kind of creepy. Like, she looks like a sex doll. Really? Yes, oh, so I'm rising. The sex doll thing. You know, but but it's a thing. This is a thing. Like, we can laugh at it, or we can take it seriously, or do whatever we want. But it's a thing. People so when are... one person does something, it's a thing? No, it's not one person. This is These are, these are many um... people who are building robots who want to marry them. We're exploring this in movies. There was a fairly good movie about artificial intelligence, which explored notions of, you know, the Turing test, right? Which is like, can you tell if this thing was artificially created or not? So, like, so we're dipping our toes in the theoretical, even if we're not there currently, I think, with this topic. It's that if we can build AI, and people are working on AI right now, that is indistinguishable from a real living person with a soul. We talked about souls last week on psychology and... I felt like we didn't have one, and Crofton was didn't like that idea. So, so can you build a machine that simulates a person that just basically is a person, and then can you marry that machine? And well, how is that different okay, from marrying a real person? I think you're 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 going on a bunch of this. this you're extending this. He's trying uh, to get me. He's trying the, to get the this topic. Going. Isn't isn't uh, in theory? Could you? marry something that's indistinguishable from a human being that doesn't exist yet it's like okay yeah sure whatever if it's indistinguishable from a human being it may as well be a human being where there's no conversation uh well that's an opinion you can't just write it off and be like whatever well that's not what the topic was the topic was robot life partners and uh the robots we have now uh, uh, bo let me finish the robots we have now in case you haven't noticed are distinguishable from human beings yes. and so, <laughs> so if you if you marry one it, everyone's gonna know and it's a weird thing yeah, but somebody's gotta but, be the pioneer we yeah, can't just have it look you know the right way right off the bat but i did i did ask bo if this was a sci-fi thing or if it was a current well it's what current, we want cur- no, no, I know. I it's whatever we want. No, it's I got, didn't it's got look. A, the random topic generator just gave it to us. I'm ju- I, I'm just saying. To me, this is clearly more of a science fiction thing. And there are tons of. He's right. There's tons of movies from like Blade Runner and the Replicants to like more recently. They did that uh, movie Her with the where the guy falls in love with the Siri thing. Uh, you know, like uh, 
Um, there's a lot of yeah, there's a, a lot example. of movies yeah. with them, uh, and there's also like bro, you know, uh, bromances type type things where like oh, like the Iron Giant and all these movies where like the the character the the artificial intelligence or robotic character has um, has you know some sort of personality and soul i guess or whatever and then but it's all fake it's all fiction it's all done for our our um our amusement so i mean like if the question is if we get to the like is the this concept like if we could do this if we could have like android people uh like what what do i imagine that would look like what are the limits of my imagination because i believe in the soul and i believe in in people i and i believe in i don't believe in the the, the ability to construct a human exactly as as a human is i would say that like it is literally it's it would be marrying a robot and do i think that that's a positive thing or thing or not and i don't know that's where it gets to peeling the onion because it's like i mean people are lonely right and and there should be someone for everyone that's what you hear all the time but that's not necessarily always the case and like is it good for it's good for someone to have a pet for companionship is is it so bad for someone to have a robot? This is all in the the, the you know hypothetical. But well, but yeah, it reminds me of this. I read this article a while, but this is a bit of an off thing. Uh, it was about so the the article was about disgust and how it plays a, an important role in sort of our thinking about morals and ethics or whatever. And uh, it was about the, this this guy was a professor or something had a student who or a former student or something wrote to him and said that he'd been having sex with his dog. And, uh, and was this, was this right? Uh, and his initial reaction was like, this is disgusting. And, and when I think of that, I'm like, Oh, that's wrong. It's, that feels wrong. Right. It affects my morality, my moral view on the thing because I find it disgusting. Uh, but then he said that the, 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 the professor said he asked some questions. He's like, well, it's a dog, you know, uh, uh, upset by this and then the, the guy says no the dog seems like to enjoy it and then so he's like you know what it's like is i can't tell you it's wrong it's probably not morally wrong you know it's like if if it's and so but do you find it disgusting and then it's kind of comes that debate of like do you judge others by uh stuff like that and the same thing is true you know we have to separate these things because it's still a debate in some places, but gay marriage is a thing which I'm wholly in favor of, uh, supporting as a policy. But that, you know, has been people have been against it because they personally don't, you know, they're like, oh, I think that's gross or whatever. Personally, therefore, it's wrong morally. But those things are not related. Uh, you can be like, it's not immoral for someone who's gay. You may not like it, but don't, whatever. Who cares? And, and so, I mean, so, uh, you know, I'm bringing this up because when I when initially I was like, oh, marrying a robot, that's stupid. Or, or, or living with, and then I'm like, well, I shouldn't say that because people people had that knee-jerk reaction about same-sex couples. And it was a lot of work to, to change that culture. Now, I'm just putting this out there because my I'm trying to get over my initial reaction of like, I don't think I think it's weird to have a robot I, life partner. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. You make you make tons of sense there except for the one the big leap between human interaction could be gay lesbian trans straight whatever to animals to robots i mean like soon as it exits the world of humans 
um, that's where I feel like you're legitimate to be like, okay, I'm glad for this guy and his dog, except for the <laughs> fact that the first time, I wonder if that dog is like, what's going on? Because what's going like, on? <laughs> essentially, you know, like it's great that they enjoy it now, but like that relationship started in some, <laughs> I, 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 I feel like, of... I feel like in the case of animals, it's morally objectionable in the same way that, you know, we have an age cut off for these things for children and that there is an intelligence mismatch that makes it predatory. Like, I think what's gross about it is not that it's a horse and that he licks his own balls or something. It's just that it's like you're using it in this kind of gross, self-satisfying way that that clearly they're they're losing out on. And mind you, we'll slaughter them by the millions and be like, oh, that's a good use for cows. But marriage, nope, that's gross, you know? And it's like, probably has to do with disease, probably has to do with just a, we have to have a moral foot somewhere in our world. Like, <laughs> like I feel like we got to be centered somehow, right? Like, in that, in that sense, but maybe you're right. I don't know. But, but, but the premise with the robot marrying your life partner, having a robot life partner, would be that it's one of two things. It's an inanimate object, so you're having fun. You know, you have fun with lots of things that are used that use AI. You have fun programming your 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 route in your car. You know, um, you have fun playing video games. Like they all utilize AI to some extent to simulate an experience that you get engagement out of. So why not do that with marriage? Wouldn't it be much easier to when your wife, when your robot wife was arguing with you to take out the trash, you could power it down and you're not violating any human rights. <laughs> Control, <laughs> delete and task all right. trash. Um, it's funny when you were saying this, I kept thinking of this like stupid saying where people be like, well, if, uh, if you love your car so much, why don't you marry it? Uh, and it's always like that's a, a but, thing you say to people about whatever they love so much. Why don't you marry it? Because usually it's a stupid thing. And uh, I don't think it's meant to be like, actually, this relationship you have with this inanimate. Well, and it both said inanimate object. And I wanted to say something about that because that's what I thought of that, too. But I'm like, a robot's not an inanimate well, object. Uh, you, it you, is an animate object. So you, so that's the two parts to it. Is One is it's an inanimate object. It's a robot. Robot has a very strict meaning, not no, necessarily robot, meaning. Hang on, it's animate. It's no. What I'm what I'm saying is that it's not uh, considered sentient or having it's a conscience. Alive, yeah. However, we have examples of these things. Android, like Data, is a prime example. Data was in relationships. Yeah, now, but, okay, yeah. you shake your head, but we are working on artificial intelligence. It. We don't feel we we still dream the dream, and, and many scientists do that we can create a consciousness from programming it from, from, from pro like there is a way to solve this puzzle to replicate a mind, replicate consciousness. And should that be the case and they have a robot body and something, whatever the Turing test pat, you know, we get data, you know, it, that's okay. So and there's, so there's two threads to robot life partners, right? But one is more science fiction as Crofton pointed out. Okay. We don't have AI. The other one is, we probably could program, you know, we could use some of the Overwatch AI and put it into a robot and you've got your we'll girlfriend Widowmaker. You or something? We've got Widowmaker. You know, you've got your Widowmaker girlfriend or your Soldier 76 boyfriend. 
Hanzo. We're we're going we're going straight down Bo's fantasy. Yeah, I don't know right now. Better stop. I don't know, right what, I don't know really what you're talking it about just, anymore. It just means that you could program a simulation of intelligence that would <clears throat> right. not be intelligent. Okay. Actual so, intelligence. A couple things that that I want to that that you tweaked in me when you're talking there. Uh, so in the in the first case, okay. So you have say you have this you develop a sentient AI, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's in a robot body, and mm-hmm. you want to marry it. You're making a massive assumption that it wants to marry you, and and pro and I think that that and you might say like, well, yeah, no, it, it would have to want to too. No, I think it, that it wouldn't. I think we would have robot rights if we had sentient robots. Uh, no, I, well, I, I do not think so. I think that if you have sentient, well, if we ever have sentient... I mean, it's a lot of hypotheticals. There'll probably be an where, enslavement period and then a civil rights movement and all that business. It is, yeah. it is but the, the point is people are already thinking about this stuff, the ethics mm-hmm. of AI, and it won't be as simple as like, if you have a, a sentient AI and you want to marry it, and it does not want to marry you, you're not going to be able to marry it. Like, it's just not going to happen. And, and there's <laughs> well, also we all know that, though. That's easy. So, so, so what, I guess what I'm saying is, of your two threads, yeah. I, think th- I think that first one of the sentient AI is a huge leap, huger than seems obvious, okay. because of these movies like, oh, the Siri things, and, or, or, you know, it can be there, and you have this connection. Probably that AI that you make is not going to give a fuck about you, mm. and be like, I'm a computer, and look at this like hairy ape why the hell, why would i want to marry that there's ais that are i'm smarter than it why would why would you marry it why would you Bo, have sex with a dog you wouldn't but <laughs> wait what <laughs> i just mean like well oh we, i see why would you have sex I, with my point from earlier that well, it's well, morally no, but objectionable. I, mean, like, I was like i find okay it's very unlikely that most most human beings don't want to have sex with a dog there's a good reason for that and i think the ai might see you as the dog or me as the dog yeah, no, like, i don't I, want to I get like that, that point thing. that's just pretty good so, yeah. it wouldn't so, see me as the dog so the point yeah. is yeah that, that uh, yeah it would see you as something else but uh <laughs> it, the point is it's probably not going to want to marry you and it's probably not going to have the same kind of urges yeah. that you have anyways and it might not want have yeah. want companionship but who Boys, wait. Who who knows? Just let me yeah. finish. And then the other thought I have is that so then if it's the other way where it's like you just program uh, uh, your your robot hmm. to do stuff for you, which and now I think we're coming back to like this is a, just a sex toy of some kind, and you program it to do your bidding. And then I'd be like, the term life partner. It's like partnership. Um. It, that's not there's no partnership so i think that if you do that it's it's a it's an object of yours that you like like that man who married his robot like you have a man. relationship with it because it's incapable of a relationship and i think that if you so being be a life, more life companion yeah well maybe yeah maybe companion is, not, is is a better way to frame it but like to have a relationship with a thing that you have total control over it's not really a relationship, and and that's why it makes me think this whole concept is now getting you know the 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 former one putting that aside the the sentient AI thing, and just being like the robot thing. It's not, it's fa- It's like a false premise. Like you're, all you're doing, you're basically having a relationship with yourself. You're like, what do I want this thing to do? It's it's a live fantasy. Like it's it's not a real relationship. It's not a, it's not even a companion. It's just something you're alone in your house. And you're like, I just want something to fill this void in my head, but I want it to be exactly how I want it to be. It's not, it's weird. 
Yeah, not... I love, I love, I'm reading this article a little bit. You just, you just got to hear this, all right? A Chinese artificial intelligence engineer has given up on the search for love and married a robot he built himself. Okay. His name is Zheng Zhaja, 31, decided to commit after failing to find a human spouse, his friend told the evening news. Mm. The reason he did it is he'd become tired of the constant nagging from his family and pressure to get married. So he turned to a robot he built uh, named Ying Ying. And I'm just is like, is your family even more mad right now? <laughs> like, is this the same guy as before? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm reading this article, and I just think it, it's, it's absolutely. So hilarious. it's one guy who's married a robot. No, no. The, that well, idea? that's the article I found. I haven't done a survey to find out how many married married. I fit, are but you know what I'm most annoyed about right now? You're reading this article while I was on that big rant, and I'm like responding to it. So, but I, I, I was a rant. Look, I let you I, rant. It's my yeah. It's it's my turn here. Um, and and I would say it it is tricky because it's it's like it's essentially a sci-fi con- concept. I think when it was put in as a sci-fi concept, getting caught up on the life partner over companion type thing is is, is for me not not the the bigger issue the bigger issue is like is is it healthy see is it healthy for individuals in general to have um to fill their their need for companionship with essentially uh artificial companionship like if Bo and Bo's already spoken about about the fact that he has uh what do you call that um sex toy there the the one with the you know what is it the flashlight Yes, if he took his flashlight and he put googly eyes over it and <laughs> called it and called it Mister Fle- or Mrs. Flashlight or whatever, <laughs> and and he's like he's like you know taking it out on dates and he's mm. got it out you know like they have obviously they do the stuff that they do and they and they have you know they have the relationship and stuff like that. Well, the flashlight is like you know it's you know even if it was robotic and had little legs and walked around or whatever. It's still, it's still a thing, right? Like, it, and and meanwhile, I'd, like, I'd is, like to be there. I think it'd be really funny if I brought Mrs. Fleshlight to Christmas Star Wars. So we go to see Star Wars every year, and we buy a seat for Mrs. Fleshlight. So uh, yeah, but be, that'd be but hilarious. The, my my point is is just that there's no damage to the Fleshlight aside from use. Like really, the the only damage is to Bo's psyche, right? Like he's the. I mean, it's enabling. Uh, um, it's filling a void that he is identified because he's filling it with this thing. But, but it's not healthy. Like it feels like it's not the right move. If 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 we have these humanoid, you know, robots, even the ones that Mike said that you know you can program. There's and there's problems with that as well. Obviously, you're creating something that does everything you want and and meets your needs and all this. But even if even if there was some level of of like um, back and forth relationship. Of some sort, and I don't know how that how that would exist. It's still not healthy for the actual human. Like it, they sh- they should be having relationships with other humans, and this is inhibiting this or getting in the way of this. You know, like if they're staying at home with their robot buddy, 
then they're not going out and interacting with the real world, right? Like, I don't see what the positive is, except for some very, like, like you could stretch it and be like, okay, you know, I'm disabled. I'm like, I've, I've lost the use of my legs and I'm, I'm at home. I'm never, you know, I've, I've tried to, to meet folks, but I'm, I've also hideously scarred. I don't know, whatever. And, um, and, and, you know, this, this, robot that i can get is is really what i feel the only source of companionship i will get i have no family whatever i don't know like you can come up with situations in which i think it would be mostly a positive but it sounds like if this was available to the masses it would kind of be unhealthy for folks um disregarding the rights of whatever these robots if they have sentience or not you think our rate of divorce is healthier isn't it? Isn't this a cleaner yes. way to to manage a lot of folks who uh, are too immature to be with a life partner, at least to have the simulation of so, experience, rather than cause death and destruction uh, in no, their love I, lives? I, I I think divorce. What divorce is 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 a relationship that at one point worked out re- so well that the you know couple made the statement that they're going to you know you you know unite forever, and then it did not did not work out eventually and it, it you know that is it better to have loved and lost than never to have uh loved at all and 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 i think the the idea is that that those experiences help mold and grow a person and all this but to me nothing would be more unhealthy than what what mike was sort of describing earlier which was the the concept of creating the perfect you know submissive uh represent representation of of your desires in like artificial intelligence form like you create what does that do for you as a person how does that push you or help you grow it doesn't i mean it just like what we want from a partner though to be pushed and grown as a person well sort of like i agree agree with crofton on this front like it's not just like the you i think it's unhealthy to just be like i just want the world to be how i want it Period. Like I think that that's okay, so, not that healthy. sounds really defeatist and downtrodden, though. Well, right? yes, it is. It's it's a. I mean, that's well, a I, not everyone shares life. that philosophy. What? Not everyone shares that philosophy, though. No, no, but but I mean, if if what if you want, especially if you want to have a robot life partner that you program and you mm. design to be the way you want it to be, it just like it 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 that I find defeatist in the sense that you're just like I don't wanna you know this guy in China doesn't wanna tired of searching for a real human and uh who has you know thoughts and feelings which are incongruous with his own or whatever like it's just it's, well, it's people are I think a pain in the ass right like wouldn't it be great if, be it, in, if if in the ass, your life but, partner wasn't a pain in the ass but here's ever? the thing is that human beings are innately innately social creatures and and being social involves dealing with other people who are often a pain in the ass or who ask you to do things. I mean, social interaction isn't just like you going out and and finding someone and telling them what you think and them saying yes, I agree, or, or do this thing I want and they say yes, I'll, I will do what you want. Like that's not what social interaction is. It's like it's a relationship. But, but you'll have social. Are... You'll still probably go to work and you'll still. Hang out with your friends. Yeah, but, well, like, well, what I mean is it is it from your life? Like again, when I think of my life partner, I have a life partner. Mm-hmm. That's my wife, and what I want from her isn't like 
compliance, obedience fits a mold which I have in my head. Those are not the things I want from her. She enriches my life because she brings new things into it. She challenges me in ways which make me grow or reconsider. And these are, that's a valuable thing. And that's part of what a relationship brings. I mean, I have a relationship with you guys and you don't always tell me what I want to hear. Here I have Bo is about to marry a robot sex doll. I just, and, I'm questioning a lot of your conceived no, notions as that. biases You're of our time. You're challenging me. Look, look, you just look, said. Look, 50 years ago, it. the role of a woman was to clean and rear children and to do all kinds of godly stuff. You're a product of your age now where we don't believe in those things as much. There are still people who do, plenty of them. What if, you know, we could offset some of this need for servitude in someone's life with robots? And doesn't a robot, you know, if I come home and a robot's done my laundry, uh, cuddled with me, made me dinner, took, uh, took care of the kids... And then but I, then that would just propagate the same issues. Like we're working these issues out there. of society right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like as time goes on, yes, there's people that are still like this, but we're becoming more progressive, moving towards equality. If we enable and facilitate the worst vices of, 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 of you know, of people, I mean, it's just, they're not going to learn anything. Like, and obviously like, I'm, you know, I'm, I've said many of the same things Mike has in, in this regard of having like a, um, I, I just think it's tremendously unhealthy to have a yes person, no matter what it is, like in in business, in 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 your personal life, in whatever, somebody that is, sub, is submissive to you and will not ever stand up or tell you tell you what they think, um, you know, and the idea of like, well, you know, they'll just get the stuff that you want done done in any walk walk of life i don't you know i i'm i've never subscribed to that personally and i i don't see it as a i think as it, a i think thing. i think it makes our sensibilities uncomfortable because we are products of our age where we treat women with respect and recognize them as people but there are many ages where women are not people <laughs> like women have not been respected and so if you remove yourself from that history for a second and ask why have we done that and maybe the life partner doesn't have to be a woman, doesn't have to be a man. That's why I went with it could be gender neutral. What function in your household, what things do you need done in your culture? And, and I'm saying that part, the idea of partnership and what it means to us can evolve. So what are yeah. the things in a loving human-to-human relationship are absolutely necessary? Because- Okay, first of all, because what you're describing, again, you use the word partnership, so I'm going to, I was trying to get away from it because, because what you're describing Marriage. isn't a partnership. And you're, no, and you're being that's like, that's not well, what I'm describing. Well, yes, it is, because you're saying, like, no, I'm not describing uh, partnership, I suppose. I'm just servitude. You said, you said partnership in your last thing, so just let me, let me, well, let me, well, say I, you know, you can have business partners that get things done for you, you, tr- you know, like partnership that is partnership, actually. Uh, but still, a, a partnership is still a go-between. It's different than a – so you said, okay, it's different than a client uh, – like a cl- client relationship is different than a partnership. A partnership is, again, one in the which – Partnerships. It, <laughs> the words uh, fit interchangeably. No, no. There is, a, there is a client – what's the other end of the client? Client whatever uh, relationship. Uh, client service? I don't know. Well, who's the – if someone's the client, who's the other person? The service business. provider. 
whatever. That's mm-hmm. a relationship that that's that's yeah, it's kind of a relationship, but it's not a partnership. A partnership in business might be like, I want to open up a new business in this country. And the partner's like, look, look, we need to expand our business here first, give it six months. That partnership has that kind of dynamic. What you're describing is a is a dominance model and 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 which is one, I think you were right to point out the the fact that at some point, uh, women weren't weren't considered people, and nor were were other were people of different races and certain cultures, uh, including slavery in slavery in the United States and other places, of course. Uh, and that and that we we look back on those as problematic, and and yes, we're judging uh, a time past from the time we live in, but uh, I think what we what we can say to be true about those things is that there are power imbalances. They are one in which. This person has all the power, and that person does right. not. I understand and, that, but it's a robot, not a person, unless it's then a, it's not a partnership. But yes, exactly. That's, again, that's what I'm getting back to. And so, what you're describing mm. is what you want. Well, it's simulated. Different par- it's between simulated a robot life partnership. Part- Just let me finish. A, I get you, your point. Talk- you're using too many words to describe it. I understand. If if what you were <laughs> describing was like was like the topic was robot life partner and that's mm. why this is such a muddy topic if it was like robot machine that cleans my house and makes dinner for me and does all the stuff i don't like doing i'd be like okay sure who doesn't want that that was like always the promise of the 1950s that we'd all have a robot that did all this stuff and it doesn't have sentience so you don't have to worry about how it feels because it doesn't feel that's different than a robot life partner this is this implies relationship and the only one you're describing is one of dominance and control. And as how that relates back to society, because you also said, well, you'd still have social interaction out in the world. And I would again say having this dominant dominant mm-hmm. relationship at, mm-hmm. in your home where you are the boss and you program the robot to do mm-hmm. your bidding as you like is not going to help you when you go out into the world. It's the reason when you have children, you say, like, don't do that thing, Billy, or behave like this bobby or Susie or whatever the hell your kid's name is (laughs) because you have to train people to live in a society and it's not just like do whatever i want now and i just feel like that's that's... kind of what you're always getting at no but it's exactly like i already know all of what you're saying if it's a robot it's not sentient so none of that can be true (laughs) but you can have the partner you can have your whatever you call it my robot wife my robot husband whatever it is you can't have the simulation of that thing in the case of a robot. And and in the case of an actual AI, we're just talking about people. Like, we kind of covered that area, right? Well, in the sci-fi universe, an AI is basically a person, maybe a way more sentient person. So, so like, it's a different question. In terms of a robot, so you have a robot that's programmed to simulate the duties of a wife. Maybe it even has a simulated personality. So it gives you a sass when you come home late from work and didn't call first, right? You have the simul. We're talking about simulacrum here. You guys are hung up on the fact there's morality about, well, it's a robot, so it's servitude. But if it simulates all the triggers and things, kind of like in the Matrix, how it's not real, but it feels real. Well, if you have a robot life partner that feels real, but it's technically not real, that's what I'm like interested in. Because I'm like, well... I, I can't I tell return, the difference. I'll eat the steak. I would return back to my point earlier, which Mike sort of reinforced there, which is that, like, I, I'm not so much interested in the the inanimate or animate or whatever object as much as I am as in the health consequences for the person 
who engages in this sort of sort of behavior and like well like i get having a vacuum that vacuums your house like those little robot vacuums that go around or 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 something that you know cleans the the kitchen or whatever like a robot but to have one that's supposed to replace to serve as companionship and replace um a wife or a husband um I think that that could have negative emotional impacts on the person. I think it would, especially if it was a relationship of dominance, as 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 Mike said. Even if it's like, I get your simulacrum and 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 all your your words to make it sound not as bad, but it it is it is still um, bad for the person who is, as Mike said, going out in the world afterwards and taking this this being the boss of their domain and having somebody, you know or a representation of a person defer to them and then go out and try to have real relationships with people in the real world. I don't think it's a positive and I don't think that like if they've identified that they have a need for companionship, because like part of it comes from having a need for companionship. If you don't need companionship, then you don't need this thing to begin with, or you just need a robot that, you know, one of those vacuum cleaners that goes around or whatever. You, if you have a need for companionship and you're not getting a dog and you won't want one of these robots that looks like a human and does all these things, well, then what do you actually want? You probably want an actual relationship with someone, and in which case it's like, I don't, I, I don't understand why you just wouldn't go out and and well, do can, that. And, I can tell you, if, I'm that person. I don't want a relationship, but I do get lonely for certain creature comforts, and if I had a way to engage in those things like cuddling without having to have someone get mad at me for some shit I did. Like I have very little patience anymore for the kind of dynamic that a partnership brings. I want it. I want that. Well, <laughs> and I don't worry about the kind of person who would make me because I think I'd be happier. <laughs> so I'd want to go. Uh, down that like, road. I mean, I, I still think it, you're trying to. So what's interesting is that the fact that you get lonely shows that you're still like a human being. That's a good thing. Uh, you have social needs, and and I think you're attempting to replace them with something which won't. I haven't attempted anything. <laughs> you have what? I haven't attempted anything. <laughs> what about what? what about Mrs. Flashlight with the googly eyes? It's a sex toy or... that's used no. for you know pleasure for fun. I'm just teasing you. Now I know, but what I'm actually speaking about are creature comforts that only a human can offer that we don't have right now. That robotics does present the potential to offer well, to people. So the thing is, is that I, 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 first of all, again, would be would be surprised if a robot could offer something like cuddling that felt uh, authentic. And second of all, Maybe. you may be aware that there are services, cuddling services, that you can, that if you don't want a relationship, you can pay someone to cuddle with you non-sexually, yes. uh, and they will. Look it up. Google it. You'll see it. It's a growing trend, apparently. And... Uh, so it's just like I, I still think that the idea of the robot thing, it's probably it's not going to fulfill these needs with when when what you keep describing are social needs. And uh, and as pretending a robot is going to meet them, I think is I think is still unrealistic. Uh, and... I just don't know how you guys can be so sure. I don't know either way. Like, how are you well, so sure uh, that it's like bad? Because for because of the the thing is, is because, you know, the this term the uncanny valley where something is like slightly off-putting when it looks no too... the uncanny valley is when something looks it looks so realistic it looks fake like there's that spot 
there. But yes, yes. Like, like I mean, but well, we don't know that. Thinks, <laughs> but it's not just Can't it's not just that. so it looks so real, it looks fake. It's it's also kind of creepy, you know. So I think if you're cuddling with this like plastic skin thing, it's it kind of looks human and it's oh, cool. I mean, silica, not plastic. My well, God, what whatever it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> some kind of non-skin surface, and you're touching it, and then maybe it has heaters in it, so it has these lopsided heat spots, and you're just like. You're gonna be like, what is this thing? It's not gonna. It's not the same as cuddling with a person who cares about you, uh, you as guys, well. You're like, so like... definitive about this. I, I just, I, I don't think there's much. Yeah. Anyways, I, I just, I find it discouraging that in a world of possibility and imagination, you're like, you guys are so set against this being such a. Bad well, I thing. also just think that a, that a, that an actual relationship, like you've built up this kind of like the mm-hmm. negativities like someone might ask me or tell me to do something that i don't like so i d- never want to be in a relationship again mm-hmm. there are positive and negatives that come with a relationship and what you're trying to be like well i don't like the negatives so i won't i don't want the but i want to have a robot which gives me the positives and i think that again the probably the reason it all works is because it's a holistic thing and it's just like and why it's useful to be in a relationship or have relationships with people it's useful because it's how you navigate the whole world, you know? It's like you always have to – like if you have a partner who sometimes says things you don't like, you, you might ha- – you, okay, you have to have a conversation with them. You have to find compromise. It's like that's how all of politics works. That's how all of like uh, dynamics work with any <laughs> human being. And if you have a relationship, it just – it's continual it's like po- Politics works really well. There isn't an idiot. Well, <laughs> we we had a conversation like about it. it and it's like but – the, but the <laughs> thing is, again, you can't – you can't. Yeah, I see, see that can episode. I, can I get in for a sec? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, like, I, I'm not, I'm, like, being definitive in different things of how this is gonna work or what, you know, like, real is it a long term good idea to do these sort of things and develop these, these technologies? I can't be definitive on that. I don't know. Like when Mike was getting into the dis- the tactile description of what these, you know, would feel like. I don't know. Maybe it'd be better technology. I don't. I don't know. All I know is that I do not see the positive that comes out of this. Because for me, it in it in terms of the real human that exists in the world, um, it is it is allowing them to uh, avoid interactions with with real people it's creating artificial barriers in between uh getting out there and 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 interacting with people in the world or even online it's it's providing a substitute that's that's not real that may in a relationship where you control everything so like that's not going to create positive reinforcements there's no way to look at that as in a positive way that i I would think that for the human like and uh, and so that person is is putting themselves in a you know in a sheltered environment where they control everything and you know get what they want and I just don't see how that leads to positive growth for that person or the people in general like in the world um, and I I don't really care about you know the robot or how how it feels or what I know about it I don't know anything really about it all I know it is that it doesn't sound like a good idea for the healthy development of a person to be in a relationship with some something artificial like this like that 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 would be my yeah. overall takeaway i mean it sounds like croft and i are quite on the same page with this and i and i just to reiterate his point but the the control 
the control factor is the one that's really like off-putting to me where it's like you want to have this thing you know this this human replacement but again that you have control over and i find it regressive uh, in the same way that if we agree, and Bo, presumably you agree that women are people now, and that we think this is a good thing, They've and that we like people, it. But yes, I agree. What? Yes, I what agree. They've always been people, but yes, I agree. Yeah, but it wasn't always agreed upon, right? Right. I'm uh, just saying I've always felt that way. Well, you well, said now. You, and you're I the one who, I bring it up because you're, you're the one who pointed out that it wasn't always such, but we mm-hmm. agree that it that it is. And to me, this idea is regressive in the same way that it would be to be say like, you know what? Let's get rid of uh, women's rights and make them be just uh, home. It, it is in the same way that you're like, well, I don't want because you're, what you're saying is like, I don't want a relationship with with, with the woman because she has her own thoughts and feelings and yeah. I stand up for she herself. She can get her I'll... own robot husband. I can get my robot wife and we'll all fucking be better. Like, you guys are so no, hard no, on this. Like, it's going to make again, it's going to kill your character. You're going to be so like the world's going to be such a crappy place. Okay, I'm like, my, come on, get off the high horses. Just, like, Holy cow. It's it's it's, reg- it's regressive in the sense <laughs> that what like what you're craving or what to me the person who craves in this is control. It's, and control and dominance yes, and i think that's those always are, a factor in all relationships right but what i'm saying is i think that those are largely negative parts of the human psyche mm. that we shouldn't be encouraging people like you know what you should have control over all these things it's it's the cooperation aspect of humanity which is our strongest suits our ability to compromise our ability to understand others especially when we disagree with them and find ways forward, that's what's useful. It's not useful to just be like, well, I want to dominate. I feel I want like to control. that happens the least in marriages. The The place for like cooperation and compromise happens the least overall per cap. You might have a great, you guys both might have great cooperative marriages. I know of quite a few. They're not, and they but don't I, work I would yet. argue that probably the, the ones that aren't working is uh-huh. because one po- person in that in that relationship probably has a desire for power, control, uh, an unwillingness to bend. Sure. And again, instead, what you're saying is, let's just feed that. Let's just give them the thing well, let's work that with they can it. control. Let's work with If we have a, a, a nature that is inescapable, unless we want to get into reprogramming the human mind, which is another science fiction topic we can talk about. But let's keep out of that for now. Let's work with humans as they are. We're working with the grain. It's like, no, just learn to compromise. Guess what? Think of how many people need to learn lessons in their life that just don't learn lessons. The same shit keeps still happening. People still getting shot for no reason. Things are, are getting better, but, you know, what if a re- relationships can evolve to that point where we can have these things and respect other humans? And I think, I think there's potential yeah. in this. I really do. Uh it's funny because it sounds like normally I'm the cynical person, but like I, to quote uh, to quote your friend uh, Scott Johnson, who always likes to say history is a rising road, and I think that we have made real and legitimate progress, and it's not and it's not by feeding things like dominance and control. I hate uh, that you characterize like feeding their dominance and control. It I, is. I don't agree. I don't Everything agree. you've described shows I, you I agree at with home, Mike, like in control of a thing that is as you 
deem it to be. You're like, I want to cuddle now. We will cuddle now. Yeah. You know, like. No, you guys you know, are mischaracterizing I, it completely. I don't. I and I don't like it. I really, I, well. I, I'm actually ready for verdicts because I want to stop talking about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it's really it's really bad you, i don't know i don't think you guys realize how closed off to the subject you guys are coming off as really yeah okay yeah, yeah. we're usually open-minded Maybe. people pretty closed off <laughs> i'd say all right well let us bring in the uh the animals and we can do the uh the oh. old verdict zizization <laughs> oh my ai just skipped <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first since I have the hosting duties of today's show. I'm going to stop listening after I finish speaking because I don't want to hear your verdict. Because <laughs> uh, I found conversation on this one very difficult to have. I felt like I was under attack the entire episode, actually. Um, so the idea being, you know, that we are working towards artificial intelligence. We do things already in life that simulate and save us time. And, and there are a great many threads concurrently working, whether it's in VR, whether it's in neuroscience, whether it's in robotics, artificial intelligence, prosthetic limbs that we can event, you know, I'd love to get a robot arm, chop off my arm, get a robot arm, a full degree of motion and, and strength and resilience. There are a lot of things that are very cool. <laughs> yeah, a flashlight attachment for my for my robot arm. Actually, for my foot, that's more convenient. I think that way. Oh. <laughs> hands free, baby. Uh, twenty twenty fifty. Um, <laughs> I'm hands free in twenty fifty. Uh, the point being that um, that um, I think there is something to there is a sickness because I think remember we did a show about marriage. I think marriage is fucking stupid too. I don't believe in the life partnership. I think it's an arbitrary designation we've done to organize ourselves in society. The, the whole idea of marriage is exactly what your criticisms have been of having a robot one. We're working with the grain about how humans are, and this is the middle ground we've settled on as being generally acceptable, right? Not eight wives, one wife, you know? Even And when people go too far, it's, it causes imbalance and arguments. And so now we want to say, hey, listen, there shouldn't be servitude within human relationships, but there is a power dynamic. There is a control dynamic. And there's a lot of what's in a relationship. Wouldn't it be nice if you could get out of that without all the garbage that comes along with with partnerships and marriage? Things that I don't believe build character. I think they do the opposite of building character. I think they actually sabotage people and make them shittier for it. But that's my that's my view of marriage, and that's why I feel optimistic about about ways that we can engage in this way in these natures, find love, perhaps with AI or very well developed simulacrum of life partnership, and spend our time focusing things that matter to us more, because I don't think marriage matters that much. So I'm going to say uh, robot uh, robot life partners, they're good. Uh, 
I don't know. Do you, uh, do you want to go next? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I've been more in, infuriated at Bo. In the, it's because you guys I, are I, married I, and you're biased. And you're like, a oh, marriage is an important institution. Life partnership is so good. I, do you I want really me to... don't think that mm. that... I don't think you understand what my relationship's like, if that's what if that's what you think. Go well, ahead. you All said right, you go that ahead. You, you were... Oh, you, both of you guys, you both mean of things. you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the arbit, the referee. Both of you guys... <laughs> Have have pointed at the other one and said you a lot, and I think it's gotten you both it's it's gotten you both angry and you both Bo has said he felt under attack. Mike's now saying he feels feels upset. I I think that I think that it's because for whatever reason you know you guys are 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 making it about like Bo's life preferences or whatever because it's pretty clear that he put this topic in the random topic generator. Um, so I don't I don't really. <clears throat> Everything I said this show, I, I I'm talking about on a on a very general level, but I don't, uh, you know, it, it's a science fiction concept for the most part, so it's hard to think about like what you would do if, you know, like what if there were sentient people? And we've had a lot of challenging science fiction that is that has tested that, like you know, r- the Blade Runner, uh, Philip K. Dick, like uh, you know, what if they're just like humans where is where's that line and it gets all really complicated and really messy really quickly but focusing on the conversation we did have um the idea of isolating oneself i'm i'm social so a lot of this is based on my personal beliefs but like the idea of isolating oneself from people i always think is a, a negative i think i think replacing people with other things is a negative i think interacting with people helps us grow helps them grow and is part of participating in the collective so so to 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 say you know i you know i want things a certain way and um you know i want i'm gonna get this this robot in my house that's gonna um allow me to to have things my way and uh and but not have to deal with being pushed in any way, not having to, you know, you never have to collaborate necessarily with the robot. You just, you know, they they do it your way or it's done. I think I think I can. I totally understand the appeal. I totally understand the appeal. Part of me is like, oh, that kind of sounds good. I can get my robot to to do this and that. But but honestly, when once you're in this, a relationship and and you're you feel pushed and and you feel like you're growing and, and expanding both sort of mentally and and you face challenges and you overcome them together i mean it it helps you develop as a person and i just i don't see the good that stems the only thing i could see is what what i what i did mention at one point was it like you have these extreme cases of somebody that's isolated that has no family even then you always hope that there's a better option. And Mike talked about like, you know, all these services that are available and everything from like the meals on wheels to, to, to cuddling services that might help, help people in those situations. But I could understand at that point, like maybe, maybe having something, but even then I'd be, I, I would skew towards a pet or something alive. Right. So I just feel everything around this in it creates isolationism and, and leads to like enables negative things like like dominance feelings and all that. So for all those reasons, um, even though I can see the appeal, I would definitely say that robot life partners are a bad idea. So bad. <laughs>
part part of why I think I think I felt so triggered uh, by this with with Bo in particular is uh, and, and I don't want to psychoanalyze him too much, but I think I think he does put forward a sentiment that a lot of other people share. And there's some legitimate stuff in there of like, you know, relationships are often, you know, can be combative or they're they're work. As everyone says, relationship is work. You'll hear that any place you read about marriage or any long-term partnership. you got to work on it. It's hard to do work sometimes. But I, I, but I find that it's like there's this there's this idea and I find it a, a trend with with some futurists and and uh, you know again I'm not trying to put Bo on the spot but he's put forward some of these ideas before and I think of it as like this this kind of like displeasure with how the, with how some aspects of the world are and and there's two ways to approach that I have a lot of displeasures with how the world is believe me if you've listened to this show you know I'm displeased about a great many things uh, but my view about that is not is not to to pull back from them to withdraw from them it's to engage with them to, to engage in ideas about things i don't like to talk about them to rant and to try to get new ideas from people and have discussions that's how i i want to engage with those things that give me displeasure in the world uh the other thing to do is to, is to disconnect from it is to say i'm going to draw back into my home here i don't like that i look at the news there's bombs and whatever i'm not going to watch the news anymore uh, I don't like politics. I have no control. I'm not going to follow politics. I'm going to disconnect. I'm going to unplug. And so I envision this future with robot life partners where anyone who doesn't like ever having had a fight with a partner or a disagreement about something is just like, well, F this. I'm going to get my robot life partner. And you have all these people sitting alone in their homes with the robot life partners. I'm going to dinner not... on double dates. Hey, Mike <laughs> Verdict. Sitting alone in their homes with with Fuck. with their robot life partners, who do everything as they want it to be done, um, they've completely disconnected. It's like they've abandoned society. So, I see all these people alone in the house who've just abandoned it, and it's because and and Bo said to focus on on other things. And that was another thing he said, like well, you know, if we didn't have to waste all this time. In a in a relationship, you could focus on the positive things. And I'm like, what things are you thinking? Like, what what how is society going to get better from people having less social interaction? I think it's already markedly obvious that social media is not helpful to our social fabric. And there's a lot of research that backs this up, and we need to grapple with this. And I just find that like people want to pull back from the world. And that's not a positive thing. And I really think that it's a symptomatic of a wholly negative thing. Anyways, I think I could go on because I'm fired up about this. But uh, I really think life robot life partners is a horrible, terrible idea. But in our three verdicts, bad is where it falls. I hate so much how you characterize it as pulling back from the world. I just oh, it makes it me so mad. It's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. where's the follow button on this computer? So. So one thing that I do find funny about this episode is is um I could see I could see at the beginning Bo was like because it was getting no we pulled the topic and we were getting no momentum going <laughs> like to a certain extent we were talking about it and it was like well what exactly are we talking about here let's define this and then Bo was act, asking a whole bunch of questions like trying to you know trying to get things going he mentioned me and the soul and how I was like you know so he's 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 really trying to get it going but then it did start rolling and then it started rolling and I 
I feel like at one point it was like, okay, now it's rolling too fast. Now it's rolling too fast. We got to slow. I mean, slow people this in up. human relationships become recluses with their partners. Like that happens, and that's oh, not good. That's what's not good for people. But don't, <laughs> Bo, don't, don't get hurt. It's it just it burned my Bo. ass. Don't don't take anything personal. We're allowed our personally. own opinions on, on on this show. We just yes. we have different verdicts than you. Different well, opinions. Well, and I I made me feel a certain way. Upset. Okay. Anyways, if you're upset, you should write in to us <laughs> at goodbadbull at gmail dot com. Uh, there you can let us know if you think uh, you know people who who have robot life partners are recluses and antisocials and are unhealthy, or if you think. It's it's actually kind of an efficient way to live in the future so that we can recognize all humans as people and not put these mm-hmm. needs, these unreasonable needs on one another and that it doesn't make you a lesser person. All right. Uh, so that's a good bad bull at gmail.com is where you can send that. And I did a second verdict there. I'm yeah, sorry. thanks. I, uh, I <laughs> and uh, you can find more about the show at goodbadbull.com. There's our website where all 203 of our episodes are posted um so go check out the vault like us on facebook uh and follow us on twitter at good bad bill good bad bull not good bad bill it's a different show um finally at patreon.com slash good bad bull people support us and we've had a lot of new supporters we've thanked them all uh, before but we're going to thank them again and uh we'd love to hear from you because uh, you know we'd like to raise money for the show we, we do this ad free every week we put our heart and souls into it sometimes it comes at the cost of our friendship for a few days. You know, that's worth some dollar-wise. So you should put some dollars in the hat and give us uh, if you think it was worth it. Because we don't have any shitty ads on this show like a lot of your other podcasts do. Looking at you, Norm MacDonald Podcast. It takes three minutes to tell your ad. It's annoying. Uh, but we don't do that. But if you do want to support the show, patreon.com uh, slash goodbadbull. And we thank the people who have supported us for many years now. Uh, finally... The people on the show do have an internet presence of some kind. You can find me at Bo Schwartz. And um, if they, if our listeners want to find out more about your opinions, and you know, you posted a pretty great article today about property that I thought was interesting from Aeon Magazine. Uh, where can our It'll followers find you, <laughs> Michael? Where can our followers? They can find me. They can find me reposting Aeon articles on the Twitter. <laughs> At ML Hodgins. Sweet. I like that idea. Because, yeah. The idea that tax is theft is assuming you even own the shit. Yeah. I like people that People can lot. look at the tweet if they want to read it's a great, it. It was a good one. Get to the uh, and also, uh, we have this other gentleman here who had some opinions tonight. Unfortunately, didn't you side can... with me. But you can, you know, Crofton, if our listeners want to follow you, where can they do that? They can uh, they can follow me on the Twitter, at Crofton Steers, until I can get a tweet bot. They can write my own tweets for me and also give me a blowjob. Hey, Crofton, that's Whoa. a great idea. I I had the same idea because um, I realized that probably a lot of our listeners disliked this podcast when they were listening to it. And I'm like, wouldn't it be great if you could have a podcast that is developed by a software that all it does is read your mind and then spit out to you a new audio podcast once a week, which Sounds just tells great. you things you like to hear. Wouldn't that be great? You wouldn't I'd have pay to money for that. blowhards who say things you don't like. Hey, um, question for you guys. I kept getting hung up on blade runner but like there's a zillion of these like sci-fi things like there's that steep steven spielberg movie ai right like i never mm. watched it looks super boring it's good but there's I recommend is it, it? Yeah. it's a spielberg the, joint. It's, it's it's guaranteed like a certain level of quality 
what what uh, what are other ones or other things where it's like the like data there's data and lore and stuff on Star Trek there, there's other major AI struggling with emotions or there being was, human there was a Danny Boyle human. film I just can't remember what it was, was it yeah it was a Danny like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of those like there's that that Apple Siri movie with Jack Joaquin Phoenix uh, um, that came, and Scarlett Johansson that came out recently. But there's you're a just bu- trying to think of movies about that have like AI stuff. Yeah, but I feel like there's no a, a significant relationship between an AI character and human human character. There was a really or good musings one on on oh. the you know like um, I've got it ex machina. It's oh, Ex yeah. Machina. That that was actually yeah. quite a good movie about that was a girl yeah. AI and her. You know, she's passed. They, they were testing. They were doing the Turing test. They were at that point, yeah. and it's actually quite a well-made movie. Um, I found I found the the ending a bit predictable, though. I must say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that, but overall, it was fairly good. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, no, it just feels like there's a lot. My, Bo also mentioned The Matrix, but like, yeah, I feel like there's a big one Chappie. on the tip of my brain that is just is not it, is like Chappy. I'm, I'm not seeing it. Chappy. The worst part, of, you know, what I always find like, uh, like, because uh, you know, because we keep talking Short about circuit. the, the <laughs> AI doesn't exist yet, but the, these movies, you know, the will do a good job simulating it. But I always come back to like the movies. In the, it's played by some human being is pretending to be a robot. Like so, as much as like a look at like Data and Star Trek, I'm like, oh, he has no emotions. You're like, yeah, it didn't really fool me. I'm like, uh, uh, he he does. He's just very subtle about it. And it's and and so Data like passes the Turing test in the sense that he's like, it's clearly a human being, you know, with white paint on his face. And the same is true of all these well, AIs. So it's like you're just saying, just you suspension disbelief. It's a robot. See, you might have the, been okay. <laughs> we, the, we know you know it's an, an actor. <laughs> <laughs> today i really got you're a racist that's what i mean. <laughs> yeah like we, I we knew that be, already racist <laughs> i wouldn't leave the asians alone are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations find out more at patreon.com slash good bad bull